Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, what's going on? It's the Manfuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, your host, my co-host, Ben H., Mr. Real Estate. So today on the Manfuse Podcast, we acknowledge that sometimes it takes watching someone else's parenting and or mistakes to maybe shine a light on maybe you're not doing as bad of a job as the next guy. But at the end of the day, we all make parenting mistakes. I just happened to witness one that was kind of heartbreaking and shocking. Stand by for that. Also, we're going to get into the smut reading your girlfriend, spouse, or fiance, anybody in your life might be reading. Would that bother you if your significant other was reading smut books? And we'll give you a prime example of one of them by narrating it in man-fused fashion. So this is what happened. I went to this place called Hillcrest Farms. It passed Big Canoe in the mountains of Blue Ridge at the foothills of the Appalachian. And it's this amazing orchard. You go apple picking, they have so much shit for the kids. Oh yeah. And the food was good. And I mean, it was it, it better than Merseille, which is another orchard. And at Merseille, all you can do is shop at their store right. and take the little tractor down to pick your apples. This had pig races and bungee jump. I mean, like it wow. had the whole thing. Petting zoo. I mean, it was the food was awesome. We met a couple people out there, some of my coworkers, and uh, Aaron, this other girl, and myself are in line, long line. We're ordering. We get the order, and then I got to move over to the left-hand side of the place. I took my order and wait on the food. My wife and this other girl goes to the table, which is in eyesight, but it's like under a little pavilion, and there's like four round wooden tables that are kind of, you know, so they're sitting at the other end, and you have a narrow area to walk past these on each side of the table to get yeah. there. The table that is closest to me, still under the covered way, there's this Asian couple. Now, I noticed, assuming it's the dad, had one of those hiker packs on where they put their kid. So it's like a kind of like a, right. a rectangle thing where your kid can ride on your back and yeah. yada, yada, yada. So I'm sitting there waiting on my food and I noticed he's not wearing the pack anymore. Yeah. And the pack is sitting on the bench seat of the table. Uh-oh. Now, it looks like it's meant that where you can take it off right. and set it on the ground right. and you're in a safe space yeah. so your kid doesn't topple over. Right. So I'm, so I'm not even paying attention to that, but my view is kind of looking past that at my wife. And all of a sudden, I see this thing flip over and smack the ground. Oh. And I watched it in slow-mo and I go, I'm like, was there a kid in there? And you see the dad and the mom goes, and the dad runs over and snatches it up as fast as he can. Yeah. And the baby just face planted 
in this thing. Oh, my God. Oh, and the mom comes over, and she's, like, crying. She's like, oh, my God. And the baby's crying. And the baby's, I mean, it's so dusty there. The baby's got, like, this streak of gray dust in its hair. And I'm like. Dude had a bad night. Oh, my God. I mean, you wait uh, until he got home. Like, she didn't chew his ass out right there. But you could tell from the look. Oh, he was done. You the will never be allowed yeah. to watch our child again. Oh, the party's over. Are you incapable? Yeah. Fortunately, the baby was somewhat okay other than the dust. I think he was a little bruised. Right. Yeah, I mean, and it had this smack. And I was like, oh, shit, was there somebody in that? Oh, my, <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it kind of made me feel okay about my parenting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you felt like, a little better about yourself. Yeah. I've you been, know, that happens often when you, you know, you just don't know how good you're doing sometimes, you know, just, just in life. Sometimes and, you have to see something unfold. And you see a horrible <laughs> example of what you're doing and you, you just realize that as opposed, as compared to that. Right. You look great. Yes. You look like the dad of the year. Yeah. And and although you might not be living up to your own standard. Or your wife's. You know that you're doing better than that. At least I did. Sometimes that's enough. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that's all I need. Like the guy, that big story where he locked his, where he left his kid in the car. I don't know about that. That's something severe. Where he left his kid in the car and he came back and fucking after work and the kid was dead. And I even saw a billboard the other day. Don't leave your kid in a hot car and i'm like how could i get out of the car and forget that i loaded them in the car yeah now i can be an airhead sometimes and get sidetracked right but there's no way i would go an entire day right and not realize wait a second i didn't drop my kid off at school my kid's in the car i mean that's just such a tragic thing and i'll be completely honest like i have had my dog in the car before and forgot that the dog was even back there. Get out of the car, walk into the store, grocery store or something like that. And then I'm in the grocery store and I'm going, holy shit, dude. I, the dog's in the car. I got to go let the window down. I have never done it with the kid. But with the dog, I've done it. But I always remember and go back out. But it's, you know, I, it's, it's crazy. I guess it can happen. I mean, if you get sidetracked and you're, you know, not. Well, I think especially not not as much like if they're like, you know, three, four, five, but when they're really quiet, when they're little babies, you know what I mean? I think that's when it's the highest risk, especially with dudes. Cause you know, you're riding around, you're doing deals or whatever it is you're doing. You know what I mean? And you just forget, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of find it hard to think that I could do that. I agree. But you know, I mean, it would be the most horrible thing. It's a fucked up situation. Like that seems like a horrible fucking way. See, at least with my three-year-old, four-year-old now, she would, she knows how to unbuckle herself. Yeah. She might. Oh, Jack tries to jump out of the car when we're pulling into places. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You're screaming at him to get the fuck back in his seat. It's unbelievable. He's trying to jump out the window like a dog. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy. So, hey, I want to end it with this. Um, Smut, book porn. Women have flocked to these erotic novels. And there's a few of them that have gotten crazy amounts of traction. Yeah. Like, it's like pure smut, right? Pure smut. Now, if you see your wife reading a book like Neon Gods. Right. 
where Greek gods deal in power and corruption and yeah. some really aggressive and rough sex scenes like something out of Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Are you looking at that and thinking, I need, it. like, she's getting her rocks off there? Or are you going to try to be Zeus? Does it bother you that your wife is reading these smut books? Like, does, would that bother you? Yes. It would? Yes. Why? Neon Gods too. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, I feel like her, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess it would depend. But yeah, I think it would bother me, bother me a little bit, you know? If she was like reading sex book after sex novel after novel. Yeah, just crushing fucking sex novel. You open it up and it's like his throbbing cock entered her wet lips while she was thinking about someone else and then she couldn't think about anything else as he pinned her against the wall all right, all and right. pulled her hair. Right. You know, I'd be like, what in the fuck? Yeah. So would you be like, all right, am I, would you look internally and be like, I'm, I'm not doing something right? <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a little uncomfortable for me, like maybe my own insecurity. I mean, I guess when I think about it objectively, there's really no reason for me to be upset about it. I'm as equally as entertained by that kind of material. I'd probably read them after her. Uh, you know? Would you? Yeah. I mean, eventually, I guess, you know, if I was just being well, an open-minded individual, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to start reading this well, shit Well, being too. a journalist, you know? I downloaded Neon Gods because Neon I God? started reading it somewhat, you know, combing through it to find some dirty scenes for us to narrate. Yeah. But they just weren't as dirty as the book the battery that I narrated many, many years ago. Oh, yeah. And so... Is it that time? It's that time. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Here we go. We're going to end it on this. We're videoing, so we're going to capture some YouTube footage. Oh, yeah. We're going to make some shorts. Now, to try to keep it somewhat PC, Ben, we are going to... Uh, how many pages you got? Man, did I not print? Thought I had more. Oh, oh, I do have more. Uh, oh, yeah, there's more, Ben. Come here. All right, there we go. Let's see. Karen, Karen. I think that might go with your page. Okay, cool. All right, here we go, Ben. We're going to, uh, let's try to keep it somewhat PC so we don't alienate. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if this is a good idea for my professional look what we're gonna use on shorts be like hey you know the new uh you know the new team leader <laughs> check this out <laughs> hey we are this is a bit of journalism and we're gonna not use the real terms roger that okay roger roger who needs a rogering i will take paragraph one ben your name will be nowhere near it suzanne and darlene underestimated me they didn't know that I could just be as sex-hungry as they were. The way Mitch looked at me earlier, I could tell in his eyes he was telling me to join in. To use those bitches' tactics to get what I wanted. I took charge as I sank down on John's plump cucumber. My gorge felt like it spread miles apart. Aside from the pleasure of my muscles relaxing against the tension of his cucumber as it eased into me and when I lifted up feeling his eggplant 
slide out of me. I closed my eyes and groaned with pleasure. <laughs> There's nothing dirty about that. <laughs> I mean, come on, Ben. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, take it for the team. Um, where are we at? When Darlene shouted, I don't know if I have the right one. Right here. Oh. <laughs> what happened in the music? <laughs> hey. There you go. Sometimes it's gonna. You can go. When Darlene shouted, Dan, <laughs> I turned towards Susanna. And she was on her side, still letting the guy who I assumed was Dan shove his cucumber up inside her. <laughs> Susanna was hot dog hungry. Not only had she hogged John's hot dog, she had to ingest Dan's also. <laughs> she didn't just need it to satisfy her. She needed it. She needed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh she needed the meat of other women i mean out of all the men on the lawn in the house even she had to climb up john's shaft the more i thought about it the more rage bubbled inside of me however that didn't matter now what did matter was i took charge I wouldn't let anyone take away the sense of energy and power I'd accumulated earlier in that jacuzzi. The fire burning in my gorge, the more rage bubbled inside of me. Oh no, wrong. The fire burning in my slot made me bounce up and down on John's twig with all the passion I could muster. The hot droplets of Mitch's goo that fell on my back felt like melted candle wax on my skin. And I craved the load that John was building and was soon to be released. And I waited for a long time to see it. When low, slow moans came out of John's mouth, I knew he was close. I leaned over, both palms flat on his chest as I lifted my bottom up and back and then slammed it forward and down onto his eggplant. He was no longer doing me i was doing his eggplant now <laughs> he kept his body still arms spread out at his sides and his eyes closed tight he grit his teeth and his lips curled <laughs> into a snarl <laughs> he could take susanna he could even take darlene but he was no match for me he was getting beat by my boss <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Three women surrounded Susanna and Dan. One of the women licked on Susanna's, you know, while Dan's snake went deep inside it. The chick even slid on his eggplant all the way out and blow and blew it, her hand going up and down feverishly on his shaft at the same time. Another woman clamped both her lips onto Susanna's meat curtain. Her cheeks sucked in and out as Susanna screamed with pleasure. <laughs> Felt like the temperature outside began to rise and the heat of our group possibly drawing more people our way. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. The end. The end. So if your wife is reading stuff like that, you might have a problem on your hands. This is a PSA from the Manfuse podcast. Foo Media. <laughs>